Welcome to the NPC's Weekly News Roundup for January 25th, 2020. My name is Travis, and of course I'm joined here by Preston. Hi. Kyle. Hello. And Dan. Hey. All right, guys. It's actually been a pretty heavy week for news, so let's just hop right into it and start discussing these topics. Uh, First article comes to us from Ars Technica, and it's actually this one... I'm sure Kyle and I are probably on board with pretty excited about is that every classic Half-Life game is now free on Steam for a limited time. What better way to catch up before March's Half-Life Alex release? As Valve gears up for the launch of its first official Half-Life game in 13 years, the developer has given fans a big freebie to tide them over while they wait for March 2020, every previous official Half-Life game for free. On Tuesday, Valve announced that both Half-Life and Half-Life 2, and each expansion pack and episode published directly by the game maker, would be free for all Steam users for a limited time. So, they released all these games out there for free to download and play up through March in prep for the release of Half-Life Alex, which Half-Life Alex is supposed to take place between uh, Half-Life 1 and 2, but be closer to uh, 2 itself. Yeah, closer to the beginning of 2, but mm-hmm. not quite. Yeah, I think this is this is neat. I don't think we've seen this in any other game series for anybody else to like lead up to it. Um, it's a good way for people who haven't bought the games, especially with the number of times that they've been on sale, um, to go back and relive everything and check it all out and get themselves re-energized and re-ingrained with the story before Alex comes out. But I guess it's going to depend if you own a VR headset or not. Very, very true. But from what I understand... The indexes are backordered or something like that. So, really, I I had heard a rumor of it. I don't know if it's entirely true. You you'd probably have to check Steam. Um, but yeah. Wow. I mean those. I mean, if you buy the full set, you're talking just over a thousand dollars. Right. For the controllers, the tracking units, the headset. Jesus Christ! I can't imagine that backward. But I can only imagine they've got to make only so many units because. In the world of VR, that's kind of a niche product because you can go buy an Oculus Quest or the Oculus Rift S or a Vive or a Vive, what is it, Vive Pro? The the blue yeah, one, so, the blue yeah. Vive headset. Yeah, you could buy those for less than $500, $600. So, I mean, I guess there are a lot of people out there who want the quintessential Alex right. experience. And with a new update, the Quest can play like a bunch of computer games. Like it's been able to play games from a computer source. Uh, before, but now it's a little bit easier, and you can play more of the library. You still get some delay, I guess, though. But mm. it, it makes it more accessible for the, those Quest users too. So yeah, so I only own Half Life Two. I haven't what? bought any of the others, but Blast I may have to go me. back and just do a quick <laughs> playthrough of everything. It, it, I will say, it doesn't include. A couple of the entries, but they're they're side stories, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, does the article actually have a full You're list? You're not on fucking here? missing anything. Stop it. These it's games a are great overrated. game. <laughs> no, these games are overrated. They're they're so good. <laughs> That's what I was trying to see here. Uh, it's definitely smart uh, that they're doing it though, because how long has it actually been since we've had a? Well, and considering the source of who makes Half Life, 
It's shocking that they are afraid of the number three. Yeah. Well, and three rhymes with free, so I, I don't know. <laughs> They'd be afraid of that There's too. Some conspiracy would, theory shit right now. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they're dipping their toes into something they don't understand. I guess we'll have to see if something else changes with this. Let's carry on to our next story here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's carry on to our next story here from Games Radar. That was some of the dumbest shit I just fucking heard. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? Four rhymes with whore. <laughs> Half Life Four is going to be a dating sim confirmed. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Let's move on to our next story here from Games Radar. Uh, this story was published six days ago. Grand Theft Auto Six development seemingly confirmed by Rockstar's latest tax return. A British tax relief loophole may have just outed the existence of GTA 6. Rockstar North, the British developer renowned for creating the Grand Theft Auto series, may have just confirmed it's working on the next series in its open-world crime franchise, GTA 6, thanks to a detail found in the company's recently published tax returns. As outlined by Tax Watch UK, Rockstar North filed for a significant increase in its claims for video games tax relief with HMRC in the UK for 2018-2019. The claims were approved on the basis that its ongoing project is registered as culturally British, a historic tax, uh, historic tax requisite that allows video game developers to seek large subsidies for high-cost productions with cultural ties to the UK. So uh, just first off saying this, I looked a little bit deeper into what that tax actually is. Is It, it doesn't mean that, that Grand Theft Auto 6 is going to be based in the UK. It looks more like that the development, the actual work is being done by people in the UK so they're entitled to this this tax revenue or this this tax subsidy to be able to help continue their development. It would be neat to see a, a Grand Theft Auto in the UK because didn't one of the old top down yeah, Grand Theft the Autos top down was it like was. Grand Theft Auto London or something? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, that was the last time, but uh, that's what we've got going on here. So uh, there's no, I mean, that's the only information that there is is that they're working potentially working on this. Um, I mean, unless they're doing some big DLC change to Grand Theft Auto V, or maybe Red Dead Redemption 3 will sneak up on us faster than Grand Theft Auto 6 will, or maybe there will be a second part of Red Dead Redemption 2. Because uh, wasn't there Red Dead Redemption? It had its, like, zombie yeah, dead campaign. Yeah. yeah. So maybe this could be another thing instead. Because in it didn't call out what the game was. It just says that they're working on something. So the assumption is that they've done Red Dead Redemption 2, they got all the online stuff going for it, they got the online for Grand Theft Auto 5, why not move on to GTA 6? I mean, I don't expect it to be a launch title for PlayStation 5 or Series X, but... I don't know. So... Okay, let's move on to the next story here. This story comes to us from Tencent, or excuse me, from TechCrunch. Uh, Tencent to grow gaming empire with $148 million acquisition of Conan publisher Funcom in Norway. Tencent, one of the world's biggest video and online gaming companies by revenue, today made another move to help cement that position. The Chinese firm has made an offer to fully acquire Funcom, the game developer behind Conan Exile and others in the Conan franchise, Dune, and some 28 other titles. The deal, when approved, would value the Oslo-based company at $148 million and give the company a much-needed cash injection to follow through on its longer-term strategy around the next generation of games. We only talked about this last week, that Tencent just dumped a bunch of money into another game company. Yeah, I was going to ask, when, when are we going to stop hearing about Tencent? Holy shit, that like they keep popping up in the news for buying all these companies, I, I guess... 
Call of Duty Mobile is giving them a shit ton of revenue or something? What What's the deal? Yeah, who was it last week that they actually put the money into? Um, I don't see it in the article, but we did talk about it last week. I just can't remember who it yeah, was. I, I don't recall either. Yeah. But yeah, they are, they are just constantly just dumping money into it and i don't know if tencent is subsidized by the actual chinese governor or any government or anything like that i i don't want to get into politics or anything here with this but um or the, the foreign chaos that is china right now but they are investing heavily and with the amount of money that they've put in so it was it was no it wasn't activision blizzard god dang it that's gonna be bugging the hell out of me until i can look it up later on uh, it's Platinum Games at Platinum. Thank about. you. Yes. Thank you. Um, I mean, I don't know if we're going to see something again next week for them to be throwing more money in, but this is a surprise. I mean, for them to be throwing more money around, I hope this isn't going to be a week by week that we're going to see any more uh, investments going on from them. That's crazy. I mean, what do you guys think? I mean, the, the investment from Tencent seems to be just a little... I'm not going to say obscene. I mean, companies are always diversifying themselves, but it's it, Tencent is game company after game company after game company. What, what was the first game they were involved with? Uh, they they are the majority holder. I think we talked about that last week, was that they're the majority holder for uh, Riot Games. I think they own Riot Games uh, and League okay. of Legends. So maybe Riot was individual and then Tencent came in and bought them up. So maybe that was Tencent's first thing. But I think Tencent had a lot more investment in the mobile side of things than anything. And just realized that mobile was going to only make so much money. And League of Legends was a huge cash cow anyway. So why not get into that? Or at least it fit the scheme of of what you see as mobile games too. Is they're free to play, but if you want more, you've got to cough up some money. And League of Legends has proven that it's done that. I don't know. It just seems like any time a developer or publisher comes up and starts buying up companies like this, it seems to be disastrous later on. Uh, Unless they come Uh, up with some sort of... I don't know. Unless they come up with some sort of thing to, like, merge all of these investments together into one. But they have a stake in Activision. Uh, I think they've got a stake in Ubisoft somewhere, too. they got a stake in Epic Games. Uh, They're all over. But I can't imagine them saying, okay, we're going to... Throw more money at you, take over, and bring all of you together. Right. Because a lot of these companies here, especially Epic and Ubisoft, I can't imagine them coming together. You know, with how diverse they are between their their games and such. You know, to make one big company. But who knows? Tencent may have more money behind them to throw at it, so they keep buying up game companies. Moving on to our next story here from The Verge. And it's been a while since we've actually talked about some cloud gaming stuff in the news. Google is giving free $130 Stadia gaming kits to new Verizon Fios subscribers. You'll also get a Stadia controller and Chromecast Ultra. Google has found its first major partner to help push the company's nascent Stadia gaming streaming service in the United States, Verizon. Tonight, the company's announced that new Verizon Fios customers who sign up for the Gigabit plan will get a Stadia Premier Edition and a three-month Stadia Pro subscription. They'll also receive a Stadia controller and a Chromecast Ultra for using the service on a TV. I think Verizon, yeah, Verizon is the first partner to do that. But we talked about this a few weeks ago. The numbers for Stadia games are just not there. It's such a quiet environment. I mean, with the numbers that came out of Destiny 2... There were only maybe, like, what was it, out of the total player base, there was like 1.7% on Stadia. 
So Google must be desperate just to get this hand into the hands of more people that they can. And that's what it seems like to me is just kind of like a ploy to try and <laughs> seem like they're, they have more numbers than they actually do. Yeah, like yeah. this is maybe trying to inflate their actual player yeah, I mean, base. I think it's a temporary inflation, though, because they're they're still seeing the same issues. Well, also the fact that they're only doing a like a three month plan afterward. Like I, I wonder how many people are going to go. Yeah, I'll keep doing this, and I don't think it's going to be the numbers that they hope. I bet it'd be less than half. Yeah, easily. Yeah this this doesn't seem like it's going to have that impact that I think they are hoping to. It's not going to save Stadia. No, because the people who are going to be getting gigabit internet anyway are those who either play PC games or already have a console and play console games. This is not going to fill a need for anybody except maybe the parent who goes out and doesn't play games and gets this internet and says, hey, I can get this for free. Okay, cool. I'll give it to the kids. Or maybe my teenage son or teenage daughter can use this. And then they throw their hands up, and then it inflates their numbers for a couple months, and then they go away. I still really hope, I have high hopes that Stadia will actually turn, like, Google will turn things around with Stadia and make things better, because I'd love to actually give it a shot. But it just seems like nothing is really changing for them, and as games continue to get delayed and they're not diversifying their their portfolio enough, it doesn't seem like it's going to be worth it in the long run, so guess it's just another wait and see with this carrying on to the next it just it smells desperate yeah they're yeah they're dude i mean google's got so much money i wouldn't be surprised to actually see oh fuck off fucking google assistant okay turning rgb lights on turn those lights on and knew and knew it and knew we were talking about it that's that's secret code (laughs) (laughs) like a jexy moment there that was just like a fucking movie (laughs) it knows guys it knows they're listening run we're just kidding google your stadia looks amazing (laughs) (laughs) we hear the attack helicopters overhead we hear their drones that was fucking hilarious. A Google, a Google loon balloon is floating over to drop a drop a border on us. <laughs> Let's carry on to the next story before Google comes and kills us all. Piss off! <laughs> God. Okay, before it comes and destroys us. Next story comes to us from VG247. Crash Bandicoot is rumored to be Super Smash Brother Ultimate's next character. The recent reveal of Byleth for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate has given credence to a leak from October. When Twitter user Mandy Cannot leaked in October last year that Super Smash Bros. Ultimate next DLC character would be Fire Emblem Three Houses Byleth, few believed him. But now that Byleth has been officially confirmed for, for Smash, their other leaks are now being taken more seriously. At the time, Mandy Cannot also said that Crash Bandicoot would follow. I don't know if I buy this. He's not a Fire Emblem character, so he can't make it into Smash. <laughs> Surprise DLC release for Fire Emblem Three Houses is there's a there's a house of Crash. <laughs> Who cares at this point? Do you care about? I don't even care about guest characters in Smash anymore. I haven't played Smash it's, since the, the yeah. DS. One I mean, came it's out. it's it's like a it's a cool novelty, but it's not. I'm not like maybe it's too many. Do you think that they're being too ultimate with everything that they're grabbing and grasping at so many different characters to throw in? No, it's just like 
The roster's just too big for me to care about when you add another character. When but I think that was 70. the ultimate goal when they first came out with it on 64, was to have this tremendous roster eventually. Let's, let's emphasize that, you the know? ultimate goal. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you're right. That that was, yeah, that they had, like, we started with, what, 16 characters in the first game, and now we're over 70 now? Because I think the base level game came with 64. Maybe, that or maybe it's just the fans' dreams, you know, drove it to be this. Why? Does anyone play Pac-Man? Fuck, I don't no. know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. No, it was the last time you saw someone play Game & Watch. You know? Yeah, like... like I've seen too, some pretty some pretty crazy uh, game and watch characters there. So I kind of like it better when there's only a select few characters that make special appearances in a game. It almost makes it feel more special. Yeah, I mean, if they're just gonna take everybody, I kind of don't care. Plus, Crash kind of sucks. How <laughs> <laughs> low we have him? I know he's below Way of the Warrior. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> Not doing this. As it one should again. be. Not, <laughs> As it should be. Not doing this again. Do they have any way of the warrior? No. Characters no. going to smash? No. There's no one else. Not even the dude that doesn't look at the screen. No. Come on. What about the pogo stick guy? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, Sherman don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I'm good. He wants to talk about Crash. I'm good. That's great. Crash is coming to Smash. Awesome. Yeah, just as as long as they add the plumber from Plumbers Wear Ties or whatever it was. Plumbers Don't Wear Ties. Yeah, Plumbers Don't Wear Ties. The the guy guy that's wearing a tie. tie. (laughs) Well, yeah, he's wearing a tie, but they got to add him, too. I will play that guy. Man, I would love it if the whole game just stopped them. Like, you have to make a choice. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's your your ultimate. (laughs) Use your Smash ability or... Rape, the, rape Mario. <laughs> what? I'd rape Mario getting negative 50,000 points, apparently. <laughs> you have the guy come up. You are a sick individual. How dare you? <laughs> Instantly drains your stock count. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. These sound like good ideas. I don't know why Smash isn't. <laughs> Who do we call? I don't know. Get the Kojima phone out, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> we, we got some calls to make. We do. <laughs> Moving on, uh, this article comes to us from Destructoid. Mortal Kombat Collection Online, previously canceled, gets raided in Europe. Uh, Preston, was this one that you added to the list? Actually, it was no. one that I added. Whoa! Yeah, I, I read the article, and it was canceled, what, two years ago? And now we're, we're seeing that it's get, getting raided. So we're possibly going to get Mortal Kombat 1 through 3 on current-gen consoles as well as PC with full online capability. Now, one of the other reasons I mentioned this, too, was there's, I've heard talk of 1UP, the the arcade units that they make, they're going to be making online versions for Mortal Kombat. So you can actually be on a cabinet at one arcade and someone else at another location. Now, I I, I don't remember the article that I uh, read it on. It might have been a Polygon or, um, oh shit, I don't remember. But, um, yeah, there's, there's supposed to be one-up cabinets possibly in the works that would be able to connect to other cabinets via the internet. Hmm. I like those games. That that would be cool. You don't like Mortal Kombat. I... The old ones I like. Oh, fuck off. 
I feel like we've had this discussion. I'm having some deja vu here right now. <laughs> I'm having a stroke. Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, you can't tell me that is like one of the best ones. I like Mortal Kombat. Who are you arguing with? I'm, I'm just saying Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. <laughs> I'm the Mortal Kombat guy. Who are you trying to convince? I, I'm not trying to convince anyone. <laughs> convince Dan. Dan don't like him. Do you like Mortal Kombat? I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> he said that like he's on my team. <laughs> yeah, he did. He don't well, like anyway, yeah, I, thought it was, I thought it was interesting. You, so. It is interesting. I'm just so mad at you. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't see that article. I was too busy playing video games. No. Oh. <laughs> that is a... Acceptable excuse. Yeah, so the article doesn't make any mention of any date or anything. It just got the rating, and now people, of course, are asking more just questions like, okay, why did it get, why was, has there been no mention of it? Why is there now a rating for it? Are we going to be seeing it here? Why would this soon? take so long? This seems like something very easy to do. Who knows? Maybe the emphasis on just making sure that the other Mortal Kombat games were supported. I, I don't even remember what happened. Like we don't two care years if Europe doesn't like canned. our rated games. We fucking put them no, no. I didn't anyway, say so. I didn't like, say Europe. I'm just saying there's there was no. More like, why is this in, taking so long? Why is this? Well, it's only thing? Europe rating it. Maybe we'll see an ESRB in the next couple weeks. I don't think America yeah. gives a fuck. We like blood, and those are tame. Well, originally, I, I want to say some some of the versions of the game though. had you had to put in a code to have the blood. That was the old Nintendo SNES. version, yeah. Yeah, that was the SNES Yeah, the version. Nintendo version, I think, was green, right? That's what it started with, I think, and then you had to put in a blood code, but the Genesis version. Had yeah, Genesis Well, the first one, you had to put expected. in the blood code on all of them. Hmm. Well, then. Something to think about. Okay. You gonna play me? I, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you not commit to it? <laughs> yeah, I'll play you. Okay, I'll fuck. So do I? So am I? Just to assume like, that we're gonna stream Mortal Kombat 11 and just let's put that. it next to Way of the Warrior and see if people can find out and decipher which one's which. <laughs> can you pick out the good game? <laughs> it's always going to be Way of the it's Warrior. It's going to be Way of the Warrior. <laughs> oh, Moving on to our game. next story. This one again comes to us from Games Radar. PS5 reveal is less than four weeks away, says God of War creator. PS5 reveal event has been so heavily leaked that it that even ex-PlayStation developers are calling it the worst-kept secret. <laughs> David Jaffe, the former developer best known for his work on God of War and Twisted Metal, has stated that the much-rumored PlayStation meeting is said to reveal the PlayStation 5 is less than four weeks away, seemingly corroborating information previously leaked last year. This is just one in, like, there's like 50 articles out there saying... PlayStation 5 is coming in February. I don't see it here yeah, in this article, yeah. but did you guys see the the tweet that came out? Someone actually had a video of the PlayStation 5 startup screen and what was supposedly the consumer PlayStation 5 unit sitting there next to the the I screen. I only I saw it today. See that. Yeah, I, I assume the story probably just came out today. But it shows what looks like some of the renders of the PlayStation 5, uh, what the consumer model is going to look like sitting there. So it boots up. It shows PlayStation Five gives that photo sensitivity warning at the at the startup itself that you have to hit X on to acknowledge. And then it goes to a PlayStation logo with a QR code on it. And some people have been able to actually scan that QR code, and it links back to a non-existent PlayStation Five uh, web page 
on Sony's side. Like, it's an actual Sony website that it redirects to, and it says PlayStation 5 right in there. But some people think it might just be a clever render because you can create QR codes on the PlayStation 4. Am I, I, I don't know. Someone was what saying a cool you feature. Could do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what that's necessarily for. I don't get unless a system it's, unless you generate yeah. QR codes. I don't know what the feature is for. <laughs> Like I, I don't know what the feature would be for Blu-ray? unless Who you're. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> I can do QR codes. I do QR codes. Some people think it's just a clever spoof because the QR code thing's probably for adding people to your friends list if you're using one of the mobile apps or something. I don't know. They must be Whatever. pretty set though. Like, I thought they were keeping it so secret because they were trying to like they thought maybe they were behind Scarlet in a lot rush. of ways. Yeah, they're like, oh, we need to change a bunch of shit. I mean, if it's but been- they must be. Good to go if they're going to do that. If it's been leaking out hard enough, I'm actually surprised we haven't seen a final unit leak out yet. Mm. I mean, if we're this far away from it now, then why haven't we actually seen a full unit? But the one they show in the video, and uh, I'll try to find it for you guys after we're done recording this, but it looks exactly like some of the renders that have come out so far. It doesn't look nearly as clunky as the Xbox one does. No, the, while the Series X sits as a tower, this yeah. one sits like a regular PlayStation. Like a, like a it console. Ju- yeah. yeah, it sits flat. So I'm pretty excited. Woo! I like me some PlayStation. Well, they were saying, uh, did you see the price point they were showing to? 500 I didn't, but that makes sense. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What were we saying? 600 was 600 our, is our limit. Yeah. Is our yeah. limit? That's why I'm wondering if the Series X really is going to be... I think the Series X is going to be just above it. I'm going to say probably about 550 600 bucks for it. That's a lot of fucking money. God, i got to save up so much money I think this the bigger, year. <laughs> the too. bigger thing you have to consider, <laughs> though, with the switch. Series X... I'm working on it. Fuck off. <laughs> I think the thing you have to consider with the Series X versus the PlayStation 5 is that all of these Xbox One peripherals and games of that are going to work natively with the Series X right out of the box, which means maybe they'll sell the Series X standalone and expect you to use your own controllers and headsets and so on to actually connect into it. Or and then they'll sell a whole kit that has the Series X and a controller or two controllers or something, and then that ups the price point. Depends on if Tencent buys Microsoft. And I brought it all the way. Didn't they have that lower (laughs) model that they were talking about anyway? There was still that talk of of (laughs) a Series X that would be similar to the the 1S Digital Edition that didn't have a disk drive in it. Uh, Master Chief takes a That was only talk. I mean, there's been nothing said further along, but maybe there will be. Or maybe they'll just do a refresh of the Xbox One X to be able to at least stay at that lower price point. Um, while still being able to play some of the higher quality games without getting that full spec bump that you would expect from the Series X. Right. So maybe that's what we'll see. And our last story for the week. This one comes to us from The Verge. YouTube signs exclusive streaming deal for Activision esports like Call of Duty and Overwatch as a part of a multi-year partnership between the game publisher and Google. Video game publisher Activision Blizzard has entered into a multi-year partnership with Google that will see the search giant's cloud platform power all of Activision Blizzard's game hosting and other technical needs. But more importantly, as part of the deal, YouTube will become the exclusive streaming partner for all of the game publisher's big esports titles, including the upcoming season of the Overwatch League and the Call of Duty League, which kicked off yesterday in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Twitch's two-year agreement expired, so they decided to go over to YouTube. <coughs> I actually watched it last night. I watched the uh, inaugural game of Call of Duty League. What a boring piece of shit. <laughs> I'm serious. It was so boring to actually watch Call of Duty League. I watched like maybe 15 minutes of it with the kids, and we just we tuned out. 
there was no engagement. It didn't seem as exciting as watching Overwatch League with with the way the meta works out and how the strats work out to actually get um, get through a map. This one, on the other hand, felt more like uh, Counter Strike Go, just with more speed behind it than anything. Especially with how fast it is to to change up things in the game itself. So that that's just my mm-hmm. comment on on Call of Duty League. I'm excited for Overwatch League though. But I found that interesting though that that Google ended up becoming the next partner. And I don't know if it's actually talked about here in the article, but I did read it somewhere else that Twitch actually paid $90 million for that two-year agreement Holy for crap. them for the first two seasons. So Google had to come in with some type of, like, sweet deal. I could old, I'm imagining at least, like, triple-digit, you know, millions, so, like, $100 million plus to be able to actually get them signed on. I mean, 100 maybe $250 million. Because Overwatch League didn't add any new teams for this upcoming season. The big change that they have is they have a lot of their broadcaster talent that has gone away. Um, And now they're going away from doing games in one location uh, from the Blizzard Blizzard studio that they had, the Blizzard stage in Burbank, to now doing home games. So the teams are going to be traveling around all over the place. And maybe just because of how diverse Google's data centers are, maybe that's where it ends up making more sense be able to actually handle the, the quality of games. But I guess we'll have to see going into the new season. What do you guys think? I think I combined all these stories into one story. Tencent buys everything. No. I, are you ready? <laughs> I think I got your head. Okay. Are you ready? Google and Verizon have partnered to make Stadia better. They will be giving out free copies of all the Half-Life games to combat this Tencent buys PlayStation 5 <laughs> but to do this, they had to open up their books and was able to see that Grand Theft Auto Five is in development. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Six. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Six is in development. But to make the deal happen, Mortal Kombat Crash had to be sent over to Super Smash Brothers, and Mortal Kombat Collection finally got its rating. And this will all be revealed at the Overwatch and Call of Duty leagues, which have just been moved to YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Some giant fucking government conspiracy. <laughs> Google One new story, but it, is, it got a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whew. That took me two minutes to, <laughs> to do all that in my head. <laughs> That's an interesting story. Can't wait to see what happens next week. <laughs> we'll have to keep our eyes on that. The one thing I will say about the move over to YouTube is that Twitch had a lot of integration with your Battle.net account. So if you were one to watch Overwatch League on Twitch, you would actually earn tokens to be able to unlock team skins. For whatever character you wanted. Um, nobody is actually sure if that's going to carry over to the YouTube gaming side of things, where if you somehow link your battle.net account, you can be able to earn Overwatch tokens or Overwatch League tokens to unlock those skins. So that was a question that some people had. It hasn't been answered yet. I guess we'll see because the uh, first games will actually be here in a couple weeks for Overwatch League. So, but This just screams like it's just big business transactions. You know it what is. I mean? Like, they don't. I, I don't think that is something that they would really consider. Like, well, the people going to be happier or, or more upset that we went to YouTube. They're just like, hey, we get more money. We're doing it, and it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what the audience numbers are because I think Overwatch League matches averaged around maybe a hundred thousand to one hundred thirty thousand viewers, but hmm. your big matches like opening playoffs and that would be around two hundred fifty thousand. Uh, people watching on stream. I just would love to... I'm, I'm 
curious to see how those numbers are actually going to go with YouTube gaming when they actually are going to be putting their games up there. I'm I'm going to watch them no matter what because go Philadelphia Fusion. I'm hoping you make it to finals this year. Uh, we'll see how that goes. With that said, that is it for the news for the week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to check us out on anchor.fm slash the-nbcs-podcast. You can get links to all of the different platforms we're supported on, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash the-nbcs-podcast. Same goes for Twitter and for Instagram. And we are also on YouTube now. Search for us at the NPCs. We're there. We've got a video up now. Our new series, Once Over, is available for you to check out. Dan and Preston take a look at Jurassic World. Was it Jurassic World Evolution? Yes, sir. Is that it? Yeah. That's it. Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. We'll talk to you later. So long. <laughs>